In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wherever you're listening or reading this today, the Lord be with you. I'm David Halliwell, Ordinand in Training based in the South Hub of Church Wigan. Our theme for today's reflection as we continue to work through 1 Corinthians is why, as long as no one gets hurt, it must be okay, isn't good enough. The reading is 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Food Sacrificed to Idols Now about food sacrificed to idols, we know that we all possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. The man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to know, but the man who loves God is known by God. So then, about eating food sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world, and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many spirits, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. But not everyone knows this. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat such food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to an idol. And since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do. Be careful, however that the experience of your freedom does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone with a weak conscience sees you, who have this knowledge, eating in an idol's temple, won't he be emboldened to eat what has been sacrificed to idols? So this weak brother, for whom Christ died, is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against your brothers in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause him to fall. This is the word of the Lord. Idols are alive and well in Wigan today, friends. And it's a real danger. The theme for today's reflection is why, as long as no one gets hurt, it must be okay, isn't good enough. Here now in 2021, the idea of idols is something quite alien to us, making sacrifices to an object representing a deity. Idols are something from the old times, aren't they? Biblically speaking, it's the Old Testament that features idols. Idols of all shapes and sizes, seemingly representing innumerable so-called gods. It may be laughable to us today, or worthy of our contempt, 
but not so fast. We might not bow down and worship to bejeweled figurines or particular pieces of wood or stone and offer food sacrifices to them, but the truth is idols and idolatry are alive and kicking in the 21st century, no question. But rather than idols of wood or stone or precious metals, etc., our idols are rectangular. Think about it. What are the things that people worship today? Fame, celebrity and wealth. Often all perceived through the rectangular lens of a tablet, TV or smartphone. And we could say that money too continues that rectangular motif in the shape of banknotes and credit cards. Recently I chatted with a young person who was about to make some decisions of what subjects to take at school. We talked about what it was they were interested in and what they might want to do for the future. But they weren't sure, which is fair enough, because not everyone knows, apart from the only thing they definitely wanted to be was a celebrity. So what does the reading from Corinthians tell us? about idols and idolatry today, how do Paul's words speak to us in our current context? Paul's words remind us that the things we think we know, knowledge, is nothing compared to God's love. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. The man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to know. But the man who loves God is known by God. We're reminded of the way that idolatry can puff up, but that love builds up something more solid and permanent. This passage is talking about food. Food does not bring us nearer to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do, we read. It's interesting to replace food with money, or status, or power, and read those words again in our own situations today. You may think this has been some kind of anti-capitalist or anti-social media rant. Not so. It's about the hurt that these things can cause. Back to our point for today's reflection. As long as no one gets hurt, how much hurt can be caused through social media by the selfish idolisation of wealth and power. And it's definitely not okay. Of course, money, celebrity, social media and power aren't in themselves bad. On the contrary, they can be forces for good. But there's always room to rebalance our dependence and the emphasis we place on these things in our lives. As we go about doing what we're doing today, let's reflect on how letting go of our dependence on things that in the big picture of God's kingdom don't matter or make a difference, and see how shifting our trust and worship to God through Jesus Christ and building up, not puffing up, is the only way to ultimately 
find a way of peace. And by doing this, it's an example. We're opening up God's kingdom for those around us. Amen.